Welcome to the Fantasy Goons Podcast, part of the Pucks Out family. It's time to skip the book and find out the info you need to win your league with Bobby, Davey and Brandon. Welcome into the Fantasy Goons. I'm Bobby. He's Davey. And he's Brandon. Hey! You can find us on the three majors of social media. Now let's get you the info you need to be a champion. How are you guys this week? Good, man. Making it. We got Making a nice it. little new intro. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're almost official. Now we just <laughs> yeah, got to give some good advice, yeah. right? <laughs> we need to validate having a show, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't just get, I mean, you know, on the regular show, we can just talk about whatever. But here, we're actually judged by what we say. Yeah. So, right. so like we, one of us needs to win one of these leagues <laughs> this year to yeah, prove sure. that we're pretty good. Nobody's going to be in our leagues, though, so one of us can just lie. We'll flip right. it. We'll flip the the coin, and then if somebody on our league calls us out, we'll just be like, "Okay, so they do listen, <laughs> right?" Or we're just in a weird three man league, and hey, we all finish uh, top three. I like it. Okay, okay, okay. But uh, anyway, so not much news uh, to get into. Uh, but we talked about in the main show a little bit. Dallas Stars uh, got hit with some COVID stuff. They their season is going to be off to a slow start. I mean, obviously, the you know not having games affects people's lineup. But going forward, once they are back, how do you think that will affect people's lineups? You know, maybe having makeup games, having some players that we don't know yet the severity of the uh, symptoms they had. What are your guys' yeah. thoughts on that? It's going to be interesting to see. They do have a lot of good young talent that I think will slot in nicely. I myself am excited to see it because it'll actually, I mean, I'm not saying go out and pick these young guys up for fantasy by any means. I think you need to give them a little test first. Plus, you've got guys who are going to come back. Like, Sagan, they're talking about March potentially. So I actually drafted them in one league, put them on the IR right away. But uh, but yeah, it could affect a little bit. A lot of young guys playing. I don't I don't see Dallas to me, they're they're a team you should probably avoid other than their top guys. They're you know, Miro and and maybe yeah. Jamie Ben in some leagues. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I, I'm, they don't look very hot for me right now. Yeah. And our our high scoring keeper league that we drafted last night, Kadobin fell yeah. a tremendous amount. Yeah. Uh, uh, tremendously yeah, I, uh, fell. I, uh, he was at the top of like my little Yahoo. Like, hey, draft this guy next. I think I, I, I wasn't going to take him. I think I wish I could have just hit him. But I made an Excel sheet for each league. Uh, that I put formulas in and I should have, I just hid uh, the, the column that the row that had that could open it. Uh, I think the only stars players I got, well, I didn't get Seguin, Seguin in any league. There was one round late that I was trying to get him, but he got taken from me. And I wasn't too upset. Got Jamie Ben in a couple leagues. I got yeah. him. I got, I got him in one league in like the 12th round. Super late. That's a good, good round for him. I mean, I love that. Cause that's a good pick for you in my opinion and getting, being able to get him that was awesome. So yeah. And it was probably a, a league that, uh, rates hits higher yeah. and, you know that's where yeah. he'll fall a little sure. bit but i mean double positional double positional eligibility not having sagan there to to take away a little bit of the stat now that may hurt him in probably some point scoring leagues yeah, that yeah. a lot of teams will uh will have but in those those hit leagues that you know minimally count some some point scoring i think that that's a great get that i mean he could at any given time show up and he could be dominant this yeah, year. Yeah. So uh, I guess the guy that 
that I'm that I took uh, on the IR that you know could be coming back, but probably coming back hopefully a little sooner than we expect. So, uh, Tarasenko, mm-hmm. that's a good that's stash a good guy. Uh, that's definitely a player that that could come back and surprise you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a sneaky little moves that a lot of people are afraid to make. They're afraid to waste the waste the space for a guy in the IR. But if you do have a slot. That's why I was willing to risk a pick for Tyler Sagan for when he does come back. Same thing goes for you with Tarasenko. Just slot him in there quick, grab somebody else. Well, and some people look at it as a wasted, wasted pick or a wasted mm-hmm. slot. That is a streaming spot. And that yeah. is going to be, especially with how that, how we're focusing on this particular show, we're recording it on Tuesdays, but it won't be coming out until the following Monday. So mm-hmm. we will need to plan ahead and so really talking about potential streaming candidates is going to be key for us so obviously that's a little more difficult week one because we don't really know yeah but we're going to give you some good tips on teams to look at potentially streaming this week um that will will hopefully give you the edge because one in two games you know that's what a lot of people don't see they see that name i want the name of the guy I would rather have the unknown guy with four games than the named guy with three. Yeah, you got to pay yeah. attention to schedules and, and who everybody's playing that week, especially, like you said, for streaming guys. So this yeah. is that's exactly what we're going to give you today. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to kind of give you teams first because in comparison to like next week, next week will be a little different because it's going to be like, OK, well, this guy, teams, exactly. You know, look so. at this team, obviously, but yeah. this is the guy that's, you know, X percent owned, but he's yeah, rising. Right. And yeah. and I will also say that everyone right now, before the league starts, or before the season starts, go check the free agency wire. I'm in one league right now. I just quickly checked because I, for some reason, especially on Yahoo, they had some issues. Like, so for the last two days, I've been trying to add guys to the IR to add people on. And they've had some issues that I finally was able to do it. Went on. Brian Russ was just sitting there in the uh, as a free agent, scooped him up. He didn't have to drop anybody because I moved Pasta and uh, Zabinajad to IR. Yeah. You know, and That's unfortunately, excellent. this league only has two IR spots, which sucks because I've also got Kapanen <laughs> sitting there needing to go on an IR spot. And so it's not. A- I would probably look at switching Kapanen and I'm probably yeah, I'm going to because yeah. Zabinajad, he I just went be- because he was higher up and I wanted to yeah. get a, yeah. a player moved. Sure. But yeah. Uh, Zabinajad will be back. Um, He, I think. Has it's questionable for the opener, but uh, should be. It's nothing serious from from at least from yeah. the updates. And Kapanen started his quarantine process right now. Uh, okay, yeah. so that's a guaranteed time frame. Yeah, so so that's my favorite thing about Bond leagues is. Bondo always does uh, like numerous IR slots. So yeah, absolutely. You gotta, gotta keep the, (laughs) gotta keep the IR, especially. And, and if your commissioner is doing IR straight spots, they're doing it wrong because it needs to be an IR plus spot. Right. Especially in hockey where that day to day guy, he's taking up a spot that you may not, you're not going to drop him for anybody else, Right. but you need that flexibility. It doesn't, doesn't make sense not to not to have those that availability. And honestly, I'm going to be talking to you guys probably about extending that because of COVID and yeah. the additionals. And I would imagine that I'm not going to get much pushback anywhere. Um, but obviously, I it's a dictatorship in my leagues. <laughs> but I'm a I'm a fair dictator. You know, I don't have any problem telling you no. That's not the way it is. But I do want some some input from my my league mates because I want it to be the most fun process 
But you got to have a firm hand as a commissioner because you have that commissioner that flip flops that just goes the way that the first person suggests to him. <laughs> yeah. you, we all have those commissioners too. Yeah. That it needs to be a good balance of um, definitely of, of what's going on. Move into teams to stream this week. So I'll start off with you know a pretty simple one: the Jets. A lot of games. Uh, they've got five games this coming up week, uh, and that just means a lot of stats. Uh, you know, just padding the scores. You know, they've got three against the Sens, one against the Oilers. They're going to have to score a lot to keep up with the Oilers. Um, I, I like the outlook. And also, like we said in the main show, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the their first game back is going to be a litmus test for the, the Jets and see how good are they. They are. I feel like their trend for the last three or four years has followed almost identical to that of the Preds. Yeah. The mm-hmm. rise and fall. They have the kind of same team makeup. They have kind of the same issues. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see if that's if that follows or and where they can go. They're going to they're going to have to step up their scoring. Their star player is going to start playing and they got to get some grit on that team. They they lost a lot yep. when Big Bufflin uh, left. So but yeah, I, I think they're a good team to stream this week. It, you know, and what what I said, what I mean by stream is don't sit someone like, you know, Sidney Crosby or Alex Ovechkin for just a Jets player because you want to stream that team. Use it as another tiebreaker. If you've got a guy, you know, uh, a deep player and you can't figure out if you want to play, keep this guy on your bench or if you want to keep, pick this guy off the uh, the wire. Well, to use your to to use the example that we're speaking of, a lot of folks have probably drafted that guy that's going straight to the IR. That's not immediately yeah. going to be available. You're looking to fill a spot with him. A five game week is yeah. uh, there ain't much better yeah, yeah. on earth than yeah. that. And then after the week, drop him, get another guy. And well, there's a good chance, good opportunity against the senators here, too. So and yeah. with a team that's probably not going to put up uh, as many as many points. Good opportunity for Jets. I see him going three for five uh, in these games. Personally, a, a big problem that a lot of folks have with streaming candidates is they fall in love with that streaming candidate. Yeah. They've had a, yeah. they had a great group of games and so they never want to get rid of them Guilty. for them for mm-hmm. the for the fact that they may have that other good string of game hot hand that's <clears throat> what you're looking for when you're streaming a candidate yeah. in on top of the games but who is you know i mean penguins players are notorious for this they get on a, the right line they're hot get them and then be willing to yeah. lose them when when yeah. the opportunity comes to stream in that next hot hand yeah exactly um and uh my team uh, this this week to stream is is the Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, only reason why I did this they're, now they're playing four games uh, against the Coyotes. Um, all four games are against the Coyotes, so they're going to get a good look at them. They're going to get these two teams are going to be able to you know figure each other out. They I think this is four of the eight games they play this season, so it's half the games. I'm more I'm, I'm excited about that. Plus, I'm always excited about Vegas anyway. But the fact that you're playing the same team, I think that you have an opportunity to dial in against that team. And in my opinion, Vegas, and I think probably everybody here is Vegas is the better team and they're probably a little better at dialing in. And so I think that's we're going to see that we're going to see Vegas getting comfortable, especially against the Coyotes. And that's why I kind of have I've put them in here Four of your eight games season series against the Coyotes you're playing this week. I mean, excellent. I love it. And I that's that's why I chose them. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. You want to go out and win, especially, you know, you have four in a row. You want to win that season series against everybody. So getting a 50 percent opportunity to do that early on. Great choice. I was torn on on picking blues, but I saw that they were picked later on in in another category down here. So I was like, you know what? And then I saw Vegas was playing for against Arizona. So I I like that. It's funny how a lot of these teams are countering each other yeah. or could be picked in yeah. multiple multiple areas my mine 
easy money. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of glad that Bob got to the dock first and he didn't share it with us until today. So I wonder <laughs> why um, I he, got to, he got, he got to the dock first and got the jets, which has the, has five games. That's mm. it's hard to beat, but I'm glad that he did because that would have been my choice. And then I had to, to look for my next opportunity, the Avs this week, or uh, yes, the Avs this week, two games against LA, two games against Anaheim. That's easy money, in my opinion. <laughs> and be. by this time, when this podcast comes out on Monday, you're going to kind of know, again, who that hot hand is, who that next guy up yeah. is that is going to be stepping up to the plate or just happen to have good deployment or with the way that Bednar is switching up the lines, you're going to have a guy that kind of emerges at least early on that may not have the ultimate season that he he's supposed to have or that, that it looks like he's going to have. Yeah. But early on that hot hand, I mean, Look at Anthony Duclair last year, who was if you got him in the first week of the season on a on a streaming pick, he ended up staying on your roster all year right, because right. he was on a bad senators team. He had good deployment. He was making things happen. So I think that you could find a year long candidate with in the streaming of of an Avs player this year. Do you think or this uh, week? Do you think we have a four for four for the Avs this week? Are they going to win all four? <sighs> Ah, you think, I think Anaheim tough. might get them one game, but but also for goaltender wise, you know, be paying attention to the teams they're playing also because, yeah. you know, you might get, depending on who they're that starting. That goalie and, that goes 4-0 right. may not yeah. be. Exactly. He's not what they thought you were. You <laughs> right. know? Um, I think that it's a tough week for any week for anybody to go 4-0. Uh, I think it's a real possibility. Definitely I'm not going to put any money on it or anything. Right. But uh, if you're at, if you were, if you said you have to pick, they go four and zero or they don't. I would pick they're going four and zero this week. Or yes, I yeah, this week. I yeah. keep keep forgetting that it's <laughs> not. We're this is a later release for right. us. So, um, so I mean, they could go out and lo- drop to the Blues this actual week that we're recording in, and I look like an idiot next week, which is highly <laughs> possible. But it would be mu- not much different than me normally looking like an idiot. Yeah, so. yeah. well, of course. <laughs> so, uh, the uh, you, do you think the Avs have a better chance to go for it, or do you think the um, the Knights have a better chance? I think the Knights could easily sweep that series. I absolutely think that the Knights could sweep that series. I would say that based on that question, I think that it would much easy, it would be much easier for the Avs to go four and out. Beating a team four team four games straight is yeah, tough. It's, it's tough. tough. But you got also to uh the Vegas is Vegas is eight and four in twelve <laughs> games played against Arizona all time. So they've got the upper hand there. I mean sure. it, it's not but it's not too much of a margin where I'm gonna say, yeah, they're gonna sweep it. But and coyotes aren't that they're not a terrible team. That's yeah, so, that was that was more of my thought process is the coy- yeah. coyotes are not terrible. No. To drop four straight would be tough. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Avs are playing two separate what we think to be poor teams this year that really haven't reloaded over the offseason, had bad seasons last season, had not great seasons the season before. Right. Now, could they be coming out wanting to show out? Sure, that's absolutely possible, and and that's why I don't think that it's guaranteed that the Avs go four and zero. But I think that they have a much better shot than the than the the yeah. Golden Knights. 
just by the nature of you're playing the same team four games in a row. Yeah. You learn things. You don't want to yeah. lose that fourth game if they're three, if they're zero and three against one team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if the Golden Knights go go four and zero, I would not be yeah. surprised. One thing I think that's going to be crazy this year is that a lot of times in the past we've seen teams go on slumps for multiple games at a time. If you go on a multiple game slump this season, mm. you can uh, it's you're going to dig yourself in a hole quick. If yeah, you it's dr- not a lot of if margin, you dr- if you error. drop five games in a row and four of those games all happen to be against a division opponent or a division rival, mm-hmm. uh, you are hurting yourself. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, it's going to be point. like we've seen before where the Preds come out and, you know, they, they sweep the blues in a weekend. If Coyotes want any chance of getting into the playoffs, they're going to need to split a se- like both their series this season yeah, with Vegas. Absolutely. If they go out and they drop all four games, that that they that makes their job very difficult. Well, to put it in perspective, each game in a regular 82 game season is 1.2% of your games, whereas it's 1.7% in this 50 game 56 game season. If you go and drop four straight, that's 7% of your yeah, season yeah. that is just Gone, gone and you it yeah. will not be coming back and we're looking at it from the favorites point of view imagine if you know we've seen bad teams get a hot hand against a good team sake the coyotes come out here and sweep vegas this 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 that this week yeah and the vegas, the vegas yeah. immediately goes on the defensive all season against yeah. their division opponents because now they are put themselves in a position where they can't afford to take their foot off the pedal all season they right. can't rest some guys at the end of the season for the playoffs now it's crap we are fighting for home home ice advantage or and maybe even fighting to get in so that's why you know this division shakeup and this schedule is going to be very hard and i think it's going to be something that we have not seen in fantasy ever honestly this is a challenging year to do the fantasy show too yeah, because it's absolutely. so it's new ground for all of us in, yeah. the, in the divisions and everything that we're having to deal with here and that's what makes it kind of fun. Yeah, Are we, absolutely. this isn't really going to prove if and, we're actually, I mean, just like we have an entire division with just Canadian teams. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that you have to think that gives an advantage hey. to some of the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you, you got to imagine that some of these teams are like crap, you know, the Ottawa's was probably like, Oh, we don't want to do this. We like to occasionally traveling <laughs> right. to, to play the Panthers. Ottawa's was like, but we only have to play 56 games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and no, that that's uh, an extremely good point. Um, so what would you guys say? Uh, I believe all of our drafts are done now. Um, if you still have a, if you're listening to this and you still haven't drafted, uh, you need to get your draft done. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would you, what was the biggest surprise in your guys drafts as far as a, maybe a player rising up really high or falling super low uh, compared to his normal uh, ADP? Everything was kind of where I was anticipating it to go. There was a couple. I think there was uh, I wrote one down. Um, I didn't. I mean, I guess Rontanen went where I thought he went. He was the one guy I was like, well, I thought he'd go lower. Uh, and I told you last week that Ovechkin, I didn't think that he should have been the average. He averaged actually in the number five pick this and he was ranked six. So that that it doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. But I also thought he would have been much. I, I don't know. I, I would have picked him lower, but in my in mine. But I don't know. Now, That's just surprising. It's tough to it's tough to gauge my pick because. I play in leagues with you guys. So it's, you know, it's, it's a, we kind of have the similar feeling and we're a little bit more into the, but I'll tell you a guy that went a lot higher than I was expecting in almost every single one of my leagues. 
Elias Pettersson. And I yeah. know we talked him up a whole lot last year, but him going number one overall in our keeper our keeper draft last night. I didn't get night. him in any yeah. league because he I couldn't. Well, I was hoping that I had the eighth pick in, in my league that I run, the category the categories league, which is a little more flexible. It's not as it's not a it's not Bobby's points leagues that value is value. Right. Categories leagues kind of go anyway. I had the eighth pick, but unfortunately, Davey was sitting right behind me at number nine. So I was hoping that Pedersen, because I got Aho with my top pick. I talked him up on the pod. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go by what I'm talking about. In one league in, my la- in one of my last ones. And then Dave, but Davey's right behind me and he's so high on Pedersen that he went right after. I think if Davey would have been drafting sixth, he probably wouldn't have taken Aho or Pedersen. He may have. But I may have been able to get both of them, depending on who was drafting behind me. Yeah, I was just surprised. Maybe it's just I'm playing with savvy, uh, savvy league mates, or people just really were interested in the the first episode of the Fantasy Goons or something. <laughs> but Pedersen went a little higher than I anticipated him going. Yeah, and and we did talk about it uh, last week on the show, and I'm pretty high on Pedersen, and but. The fact that he did go, he went number one in, in a keeper league. You said, and it, it, well, we had we, everybody kept at least four, potentially five yeah. guys. I mean, it wasn't, okay, it okay. wasn't, it wasn't crazy off the rails. Like, right. wow, he was drafted above, you know, McKinnon or so, something like that. But he was drafted, he was drafted three spots above Aho. Okay, okay. So I mean, that's that's, that's saying that's, a lot. That's saying something. And, and I'm I'm looking at it too, and I'm I'm also looking into the future. And if Pedersen has a good year. That's going to even go up. I mean, that's yeah. going to just keep going up. And this oh, kid's yeah. 22 years old. I mean, so I, I think it's fascinating. Good for him. Absolutely. And so that was one of my more surprising ADPs. Stamkos dropped a yeah. little lower than yeah, I thought yeah. that he would. One, and listen, this guy's a good guy. I think he's a late one, but many leagues uh, are Temi Panarin. I had a league. He, he didn't drop a I little had, bit. Well, I had a league. He went one overall. Wow. And wow. yeah, that allowed me to get dry sidle at, at the third pick. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I don't know what his, you know, I, I don't know what the guy's reasoning was, but no, I mean, it was, but if we're going really deep, one guy who I think, and I don't even, uh, Noel Asiari, um, from the Panthers, he's a third <laughs> liner, but, um, so he's, he was with Boston from 16 to 19, uh, you know, about what you'd imagine. Um, uh, you know, he started seven games and 18 had 10 goals last season with Florida started, uh, uh, 66 games had, had a 20 goal season. I think that he's, he, he's a young guy, uh, you know, relative. He's, well, t- he's a hitter too. And yeah. that, and that may be what throwing is throwing you off a bit. He went a little higher than I expected. I thought I could sneak him in, but those hits leagues, man, they yeah. really kind of change up the yeah. draft and there's process. A, like it's, and on one of our hits league, I thought I had it locked in like Mark, Bo- Mark Borowski. We all did. <laughs> that was the thing there last night's draft that we did in that high scoring keeper league. There was there was a point where all like all six of us in that draft were just like, you just sniped me, and then the next person yeah. gets sniped because the next we person all gets waited sniped. for the last like five rounds to try I and took, get these. I took Borowski uh, <laughs> in like round ten. I was like, I'm not getting sniped <laughs> yeah. for this hitter, dude. I plan on getting him in most. Le- I plan on getting him in most of my leagues. I got him in none. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's all yeah, getting a Preds guy, but getting a hitter and like I, I thought, hey man, nobody's gonna be thinking about this guy. And Riley, sn- I was like, I'm gonna get him in like. 
two rounds when he's sitting at the perfect spot and Riley was just like snipe yeah. in one like, league I finally was able to get Sebastian Ajo and I think you I sniped me yeah. I was like <laughs> but it was good because I don't need complete exposure to him right, yeah. right, that's right. how I am with Zabinijad I skipped on Zabinijad I was like wait a second I have Zabinijad in Zabinijad. every <laughs> single league and, if, and if he's a, and if he's a bum this year he can't be my bum in every single league See, I, right. I'm the, I'm the, I was I, I was going to take Ajo again I had him in like three of my I mean, four leagues and I was going to take him I mean hey I'm a I'm a Winner go home type of cat. So, uh, well, hey, Victor Hedman, guys, or not Hedman, sorry. Uh, we've got uh, who's um, who's ne- <laughs> actually it's Kucherov, sorry, still 31% owned right now. Yeah, <laughs> what yes. is I mean, what he got taken in one of our keeper leagues. We all forgot he was a no one, someone didn't, I, keep didn't him. I figured somebody kept him. Yeah, I mean. and then at the last pick of the draft, we see Riley took him. We're like, wait, what? Oh. Uh, okay, but, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, no, we were like crap. And don't uh, ever say that about Riley. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> that man is. It was a dumb any, pick. That hey, man is anything but I, brilliant. I will give him that. <laughs> I'm going to absolutely give him that. <laughs> uh, I, and that is a good point. I want to say is when you're drafting, look at the point and don't always go off the X. If you're on fantasy, don't always go by the rank. Sometimes click on that fantasy points button. Yeah. Because for example, in one of I our, drafted 100% based off the, especially in points leagues. Based off the fantasy points. Yeah, because there's a couple <laughs> yeah. leagues like in one league, I took Alex Ovechkin with the number one overall point because he's not just a, he gets hits, too. And with hit, I mean, he is he was playing like in our league. It's crazy, but he was like a, like 800 points more than Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl in one league. And, you know, and don't don't let those weird point things. Don't all, let the computer auto draft. They're going to take some bad picks and you're going to get they screwed. Will. I think we had in one of our leagues, we had uh, two guys auto picking it. It was a it, we the rest of us who weren't. It was like piranhas waiting for the meat to get dropped. <laughs> for a cat's league, <laughs> yeah. their team would be sick. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> they would be nasty sick. Yeah. But for this particular style of league, it was not a uh, recommended style of draft. So yeah. a regular, regular style of league, cat's league, regular point scoring leagues. An auto draft is not going to be the greatest because you're not going to get any diversity, but it's going to be okay. But if you're in a specialized league, you better at least go set those pre-draft rankings if you're not sure. Yeah. Right. Um, Kyler Yamamoto, Yamamoto. I thought he was a guy that was going to go pre- like better than last year. He his ADP didn't move much, and I don't really understand why he's going. I'm pretty sure he's going to be playing on that top line. Right? I was pretty hesitant. I, uh, I had too. a chance out of me my hand too. And he'll be on that top power play unit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, see, the the problem is is that a lot of Oilers get moved up the ranks is because of an 82 game season. Yeah. A lot of these guys get great deployment because of injuries and time resting bigger players. And I was just not sold on a, on a, on Yamamoto Mm-mm. after one season with McDavid out a lot of the season and dry having a blow up year for a single right wing eligibility that doesn't hit, that doesn't provide a, a lot across multiple categories. If you're in a categories league, I was just, I was also with you, Davey. I was not sold. And I, I was I was expecting to, uh, you know, him to be gone in like the 14th. So I'd have to take him in the 12th if I want him. I got him in the 20th round in some of my, in, in one wow. of my leagues. And um, I would have left him there. You know, it was there, more he, about yeah. the feeling of, I'm just, I yeah. just was not feeling it. And, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that's I was able a lot to get, of what you get. Yeah, I was able to get Kubelik, Rust, and Shabbat, and Horncrest all where like, 
they they would have if I had taken him, one of those guys probably would have been gone if I had taken him sooner. You did yeah, snipe sure. me on uh, Lawson Krause, dude. I was yeah. figured he was not going, and he has been my boy in that <laughs> league for and I, and it's my fault for not taking my boy, right? So, <laughs> well, my boy Zadar in a hits league, Nikita Zadarov, he is a beast with Ooh, hits, yeah. dude. Yeah, I was able is. to get him in our hits league at the twenty fifth pick. Yeah. So Jeez. yeah, <laughs> it, it, so just pay attention to those points. That's the biggest killer because honestly. It's hard to free agent your way out of a really bad draft, but it's also easy to uh, if, to ignore the free agent wire, wire and fail on a good draft. Yeah. Uh, so you got to play the wire week to week. It, it, it can be hard in hockey because it is an ever changing game. And it's not like football where it's OK. Who am I picking up this one week? Like you are sometimes moving day to day because I think, you know, in some of my leagues, I, you, I have like six uh, acquisitions a week. Yeah. Uh, but all right. So let's move into our winners and losers for the coming up week. I've got the Flyers. They're going against the Sabres and the Bruins. They're going to need to score These are a lot. Winners. Yes. Winners. 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 I've got the Flyers because they're going to have to score a lot against the Sabres and Bruins team. I don't. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know. The Flyers could lose all four. But if they're putting a lot of points on the board, uh, you know, that it also means that if you've got Carter Hart or someone, they're going to be making a lot of saves. Yeah. Uh, against against a. Sabres team. I'm excited to see how the Sabres start this season off, man. I'm excited Gosh, to see this new team. Fun. Me too. Yeah. Michael yeah. yeah. and Hall could light it up or it could just be another thing where another Hall dud. is, you know, Hall wants the paycheck and not, and not the Stanley cup. Right. <laughs> but yeah. That's who I, uh, so I think the, I think flyers players are going to be very uh, successful this first week. Yeah. I mean, they know, they know what, what's at hand here. They know they're playing and a Sabres team that, who knows what's going to happen with, but they also know that they're playing a team like the Bruins where they have to show out. Yeah. So it's a good point. Are you bringing that yeah. up? They have to show and out. And frankly, I think I think the Bruins defense is not what it used to be. I think the Bruins defense is going to get exposed early on. I think, you know, I, I would not be surprised if the Bruins actually missed the playoffs by a point or two this year. Wow. I, I mean, I think it's uh, my... I think the Flyers have a good chance at winning the cup this year, at least getting to the cup. So I think, personally, the, the Flyers outscore both these teams. That, and it very well could happen. Yeah. It really could. I like that. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Uh, I uh, I picked the Minnesota Wild. Uh, a lot of times it, it is because it's against who they're playing. Uh, two games against Anaheim, two games against San Jose. And I feel like those are two of the teams, two of the three teams in, in, that will be in the bottom three in the Honda West division. Uh, also likely the Kings. Um, that actually could change don't get me wrong like anaheim could could creep up there maybe and i could sure. see it happen but uh but yeah so i that's kind of why i picked wild i feel like they have a good columbus last year was destined to be the worst team right. ever after right. all of their losses and all the players that they they draw you're gonna have teams that surprise you yeah. so yeah. yeah but that's kind of why i did them i mean it's it, Wild have a great, great looking team. I think that they're, and I, I bring them up. I, I think we've brought them up. I brought them up almost every episode now for the last, you know, few weeks. But um, I, I'm, I feel good about the Minnesota Wild. And this is a good little test for them to see if they can even get their goal scorers moving heavy on these easier teams. Because if they can get them, in, in, and it's a good test for them to get them working together, figuring out a way that they can actually, you know, co- you know, collaborate and actually get that system strong. And then once they go into these bigger teams, they'll be, they'll be, uh, they'll be ready. I would definitely say, that your pick of the wild are more peripheral peripheral heavy heavy teams mm, yeah. team pick 
because like you said, I mean, they're just not a big high flying, high scoring team. So if you're just looking for goal scoring and points, I, I don't know that it's the best pick, but across the board, you need points in all categories. I think that's a great choice. But uh, expect Cam Talbot to be all right. Yeah, he might, he might even get yeah. you a shutout in one of these games. Absolutely, so. yeah. absolutely possible yeah. in every game that the Wild play, mm-hmm. based on their their heavy defensive style of play. I will be bold and say he gets at least one shutout of the four games. So. Okay, okay. I have uh, for my winner the Blues. Kind of, kind of, kind of big. Again, especially this early in our picks, we're not picking specific players, that type of stuff. It's about who you're facing, right? So two games against the Sharks, uh, a team that I pretty much tried to steer clear of on most of my drafts. I See, I think the Sharks might have a good, decent year this year. I mean, I, obviously, I'm not saying... You know, well, you gonna... got a guy trying to dig himself out of $28 million yeah, in debt, bro. He's going he's gonna to be playing. He's trying to catch him an $8 million a year yeah. contract. He's trying to get the incentives this this year, dude. Imagine, <laughs> imagine Evander Kane, forty goal scorer. Imagine <laughs> if, if if he has the greatest season that anybody's ever seen and becomes the highest paid player, uh, highest paid player in hockey. It would still take him a couple years to get out of debt completely. <laughs> yeah, well, it scares me because they were saying that maybe he's going to opt out of the season. He can't afford to do that. They said, but, yeah, they said he's not going to. Today. Okay, good yeah. because I have him in our high score league, so I need him there. I also got Meyer too, so I mean, he, you know, there's a couple guys that you know. What a weird okay. report! Like, oh, this guy is absolutely broke. Yeah. He's not going to go to. He's <laughs> thinking he's he's feeling rough. Hey, that's America, Brady. Okay. Uh, no, but two games against the Sharks, two games against the Kings. I feel like people are sleeping a bit on the Blues. They, I mean, where they're two years removed from a Stanley Cup. They had the the best season in the West last year. I don't I don't foresee them falling off completely just because. Tarasenko is not playing immediately. I mean, that's a guy that's hurt on and off quite frequently throughout the year. So, uh, so the blues are the biggest winners because I don't think that they're the greatest team, but I do think that they're going to benefit from a poor schedule on the opposite side or the poor teams that they're playing. Yeah. All right. So let's move into our losers of the week. Who you got? Yeah. I guess that moves back into me. Uh, I have, for very similar reasons of the reason that Davey picked the team to stream this week of the Vegas Golden Knights, I have the Coyotes. Yeah. Four games against the Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, you know, they could absolutely come out and win one. They could have decent games, and it's not impossible for them to still show out and still have fantasy point scoring but that's a rough, rough draw, especially with Petrangelo coming in. The The Vegas Golden Knights, I feel, as a team, probably think that they were robbed in the playoffs this past year yeah. um, to, uh, to a team that especially now we're, we're not talking up in the stars. I think that the, uh, the Golden Knights are, I mean, in the main show, they are my – my early Stanley cup winner pick. Mm -hmm. I think they're coming out flying hard. I think they, the Yotes are a Taylor Hollis team with goalie controversy that, uh, a head coach that could get fired that no real identity of what they are. I think that it's going to be a rough, rough week for the coyotes. When you're planning for the, if you're the coyotes and you're in the system, you're there, you're practicing, you're ready, getting ready for the next week. And, and you see, and you're like, okay, what do we got this week? And you're sitting there and you look at your schedule and you're like, 
oh, four games against the Golden Knights. Oh, four gosh, games we, against arguably the, I, the division right. favorite. You know, I mean, well, they're probably saying that about most teams. Well, they're, they're just yeah, waiting for those games but. against the, the, the Red Wings. <laughs> You're right. I'll uh, you, let me run into mine real quick. I've got the uh, I've got the San Jose Sharks. Um, two games against St. Louis. Two games against Minnesota. This is a, a, once again a team I don't. It, it, it goes into the winners or my, my winners too, it's, but I, <laughs> you, you picked, you picked the team that literally we you, you chose the winners against. It's funny. <laughs> is, I, uh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> no, no, no but, it's just how it here's happens. Why, here's why is <laughs> San Jose sharks are not good. They're not a good team. I mean, I, I just, I can't, like you said, you were so hesitant to pick a player from the sharks. You were so hesitant. You didn't even want to do it. You'd pass on somebody because, you just didn't feel good about the team. I don't know how many times I did that with the Sharks players. And they're great players. Don't get me wrong, but you don't want to pick a player that's not playing for a, a solid team sometimes. So I, I disagree a little bit, man. I think the San Jose, like, listen, they're not going to, they're not a team that's going to go in the playoffs, but I think they're going to make an improvement. I think you've got a guy, I mean, that's, that's extremely bold in air well, quotes for you to say, Bobby, since they well, were horrendous they last did. year. They I got, think they're going to make an improvement. I think they're, like, when I say, I mean, I think they're, I think they're going to be knocking on the doorstep of the playoffs. You know, you've got guys up there like Timo Meyer. You've got Evander Kane. You, you've got, they got Dubnik now. Yeah, too, you've got, you've got, and, you've got a base that they can grow on. You know, they, they've got to make some moves in the off season. They, they've, their players need to play up to their talent. I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to be a great team, but I think that they are not. I don't think they're a team that we should just write off and say, oh, they're bad. Um, it's my it's, more it's of what I, okay, I, I completely agree with every statement that you've made. However, everybody, you know, everybody always told me anything that's said before, however, or but doesn't really count. Right. However, they have two of the greatest defensemen that this league has ever seen in Brent Burns and Eric Carlson. Yeah. My problem yeah. is how much money they're paying those two guys to not play defense. A hundred percent. A 56 game season changes the well outlook yeah. of everything mm -hmm. that I'm saying. If we're talking 82 games, this is a regular season we're going in. I'm not, I, I think the Sharks are going to win some games. I don't think that they're going to be. Detroit Red Wings of 2020 of 2019 2020 bat levels of bad. I think that the scheduling has gone against them in terms of they just don't have I mean one of their top defensive defensemen Brendan Dillon is now playing for the Capitals. Vlasic not there anymore. No. You yeah, know th uh, them paying the skeleton of Eric Carlson to just be weakened at Bernie on that team is one of the biggest which issues. Is, which is so which bad. which is how I plan on uh on dying in my funeral. I want a weekend at Brandon's. <laughs> I want this recorded. I've told my whole family. We have it recorded multiple times one on the main last show. weekend of partying for me. Okay. <laughs> so take you to a Preds game, no, throw I you on the ice like a catfish. I don't feel that I feel like we're talking them down like they're gonna be the worst team ever. And I don't no. I want to be very clear that I don't think that's the case. I do think that they're in a rough division. Yeah. And with a lineup that doesn't work for this small schedule. And yeah. for this for this week particularly fantasy wise, two games against St. Louis, two games against Minnesota. I, I get it. Minnesota one is not super awesome. It's not like, okay, well that that's completely a beatable team for them. Yeah. They're, um it's I'm not saying St. Louis isn't either, but I do think they're going to lose both to St. Louis. I think they're going to snag one from from the wild. 
And I think they're probably going to be the one. See the them, I could see them splitting both. They could, yeah. And, and, see, and, I, and I could actually see them splitting with St. Louis and beating Minnesota twice. I, I have no faith in Minnesota. For what we're talking about, though, they could absolutely go 4-0. But they those could. those two teams are not going to provide statistics for what we're talking yeah. about yeah. in fantasy this is, this is what I love it could about be, this. It could be four one nothing wins, and that provides you nothing. Right. It yeah. could be. But this is what I love about this is because I'm I'm – I like Minnesota this year and, and, I do too. and Bob, Bob's over here like saying, I don't like Minnesota this year. And then I'm sitting and I'm like, I like Columbus this year. And you guys are like, no, I don't like Columbus this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that these are Stanley cup winning teams, but I'm telling you that I think that they have potential to get you a lot more fantasy points than they did in the past. Well, and the biggest difference is, is being able to come in here on Monday morning or Tuesday night and be able to say, I was wrong, you know, yeah. and that, and that's yeah. what that's what you got to That's yeah. what yeah. you have to be able yeah. to do. And sometimes, honestly, like we we took on our winners three teams that we think are going to do well. Um, there's a good chance that you know the teams that are doing well. You, sometimes, as a fantasy point, you want teams playing from behind. You mm-hmm. don't. You want them on the attack all three periods. If you if you get it, for example, <laughs> if the Flyers go out and they put up four, if they put four goals up in the first period against the Sabers. Guess what? They're going they're sitting back. They're saying playing on the heels. They're playing heavy defense. When they're not playing mad, especially you have a hits league or something. Yeah. You want that team that gets down for nothing yeah. and mm-hmm. that guy get is mad and he's hitting everything and yeah. anyone. Especially if you're in a, the in a league that gives you points for Pims. Yeah. yeah, which I love. So I sometimes hate it. Sometimes I love it. I it's personally fun. hate Pims <laughs> leagues, but I get them. I, you know, we always have one with it. <laughs> it, it, it. My biggest thing with Pims are and that's that's penalty minutes yeah. for those of you that do not know is that you're rewarding people <laughs> for if and my and my thing was if you could only get points for fighting pims i'd be okay yeah. with it because both sides get those mm-hmm. those pins but i just do not agree with rewarding the guy for a late game slash <laughs> yeah. that goes on a power play i did play. take myself out of a league this year for a league that they rewarded the full amount of pims if a player got uh, uh, kicked out of the game. A player got kicked oh, out of the game oh, in the first period. It was a point a minute that he missed. The dude got like 40 points just from getting kicked out of the game. I hate that. And I'm like, what is this? He's like, well, yeah, I mean, it's pims. I mean, he, he's, well, that, he's that was like, one well, of my dumb. In my playoff, in one of my playoff leagues in a categories league, the first year that I started it five years ago, I don't even think Davey was in the league at that point. We had pims because it was just a standard category and I didn't change much. When Mike Fisher got that two minute penalty, but then got a five minute instigating and then got like a 15 minute major. <laughs> and it like takes me into it, like carries oh. me through my playoff matchup. I was like, okay, a penalty minute. I was like, okay, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> shut this down. That was, that was That's not awful. fair. I, I'll take it, but that was <laughs> not fair. At least you, at least you owned up to it. Not being fair. That's oh dude, it. it was not. I was like, this is, and you know, and, I, and Sasa, a uh, 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 guy that's in all of my leagues and a big time listener of the show. He he was arguing on the other side, and I was like, "But I can see the value." And you know, I was trying to sell my point, but it was just <laughs> it was just not made whatsoever. Yeah, you can't like walk around and start your chest, but like, yeah, I'm a champion. I won because of penalty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the t- my team my team lost, and it was okay. horrible for me specifically. Yeah. 
but my fantasy team yeah. did well. Or, I won this week because Corey Perry got eliminated from the Winter Classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Corey Perry stabbed the guy, so I'm champion now. <laughs> Eighty point game. Uh, or like if a player gets suspended for five games and he gets six, you get points. all those points. <laughs> you get, you get 90, 90 points a game from that player. So terrible. Uh, all right, guys. I mean, any uh, last minute things uh, before we head out? Yeah, I mean, my last thing. I still want to sell Anthony Duclair, 35% owned across all leagues in Yahoo. I mean, you need somebody. Man. That's all I'm going to say, man. Hey. I mean, uh, left wing, right wing uh, capability on a, on a potential team in Florida that could be, uh, could be a dark horse. <laughs> he's only, he's yeah. 4% owned more than Kucherov. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Kucherov. <laughs> Is not going to be playing <laughs> this for the season. <laughs> it's no. not even. It's yeah. not a. Oh, maybe he'll be back in March for the fantasy playoffs. Right. Like yeah. we're going to be lucky if we ever see this man play hockey again. <laughs> yeah, he got Alex Smith. Yeah, right. so uh, so that's my my last little little stat. Um, I still have waivers in some in some leagues that I'm I'm looking to grab him in. Uh, but I do want to grab him. So yeah. Oh, also Eric Carlson is not owned in our. Uh, High scoring keeper league right now. Wow. So, um, Matt Grzelik of the Bruins. Honestly, I think I've got him in a couple. I would say leagues. Grzelik. Grzelik. I mean, yeah, I mean that just sounds. I more think that's right. it. Okay. Uh, Matt Grzelik. No, <laughs> um, no, Matt Grzelik. Uh, Bruins D man. I think that he's going to be taking a pretty big role, and I think he's actually going to be on the top line. Um, in front of uh, who? Uh, I think he's gonna have a better year than McAvoy this year. So really, yeah. So uh, book it now. I think he's gonna have a better year than McAvoy if he's available. And you got uh, you're struggling on D a little bit. I mean, he's there. Like I did say, the Bruins defense is gonna be uh, struggling this year, but I think that you know he's a young guy. Um, so yeah, take a look at him and pick him up if if you've got a spot open on D. Get your drafts in if you're not if you're if you're afraid to do it. Don't be afraid. There's still going to be people drafting in the second week of the season. Oh, There's yeah. still going to be plenty year, of drafts yeah. open. So if you're just thinking about it and you're like listening to the show and you're like, oh, I don't know if I should do a draft. Go go get in one and just learn. Go learn. Yeah. Go learn in a draft. You don't know anybody in because that's but, that's how you yeah. that's how you get it down. But all right, guys, good luck on your week and we'll see you later. Peace. This has been the Fantasy Goons Podcast, brought to you by Standing Stone Farms. Listen to the boys every week and join in on the conversation on the three majors of social media.